0: episode 151
1: of brutal battle
0: <laughs> yeah it's ross and it's
2: shane still in the house back again literally in my house it's the three-peat y'all <laughs> yeah. yeah i i like the three-peats i feel like three is such a nice number for episodes. i'll recording. stay here for another
0: three if we keep <laughs> drinking i really <laughs> as long
2: care. as you'll do more as long as it's in sets of threes <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. like three six nine 12. i got a weird like okay. ocd thing that works uh, the All beer right. we are drinking. Yeah, we're mm. doing a warm-up beer
0: again. The which these guys graciously brought. Uh Wirebocker Line Street Pilsner, Hoppy Pilsner, five point three percent. Okay. Weyerbacher, uh damn
1: fine brewery. Easton PA Easton PA. We have twenty first year.
0: We happen this to year? be the number one Weyerbacher count in the state of Maryland. So Thanks, wow. Trevor. Yes. I'm um, glad
2: they eventually redid their labeling. The, they're the working
0: on it it's not it's not all transitioned yet right i mean it's, it's better it's
1: it's getting better um it's actually funny so uh has sent me the new merry monks uh label and oh they have a new new one yes it does not look like monks giving each other head anymore it, <laughs> it, looks, it looks a little bit different well now uh, i don't want to buy it we anymore. have an explicit <laughs> tag on this one we're talking yeah.
2: about um some weird i'm gonna be honest uh, this uh, what's it called line line Pil- street, street pills I smell a lot of the Pilsner um, malt yep. and the Pilsner yeast. Yep. Yeah. I don't smell a whole lot of hoppiness.
0: Yeah. I'm Looks trying. pretty clean. I'll, honestly, any good local or regional Pilsner, I'm down with. I'm, I'm down with, like, like, any
1: Pilsner you give me.
0: Uh, yeah. You it, know it, can what I mean? Be, like, it can be a nice like, traditional, like, uh, import, too. But Brow Pils, shout out to everybody at D C Brow. That stuff is unbelievable. It's so good. And, uh, heavy-seas any- Pounder Pils, I like a lot. You guys need
2: to try Pony Pills by Half Acre if you can get it at some point. Uh, you, sure go, you go nuts
0: for it. I saw that online that's good. and I was like, cool, cool. Like, that's the thing. Like I could drink 19 Pilsners and I will. Uh, yeah, I guess you could call us
1: like Pilsner Fanatics. Um, uh, one more shout out to um, one that I hold very close to my heart would be North Coast Scrimshaw.
0: Oh, the Scrim Daddies. A lot of people talk about Scrimshaw when they talk Pilsner. It is so good. It is unbelievably just... It's it's the perfect Pilsner because it is beer aficionado. Uh, like, if you're a beer enthusiast, you're like, yeah, that's good Pilsner. And if you're a total casual and you drink Bud Light and someone gives it to you, you're like, yeah, because some of them have too much of that funk, mm-hmm. too grainy, yep. too whatever. This is like just exactly just walking the line, baby. Yeah.
2: That's like pony pills. Yeah. That way too. Nice. I do have to say about this. Where's the hopping? It's not there. It's uh, it's a good pilsner, sure, but it just tastes like a pilsner. Like they could just put it out and just say it's pilsner. They have a hop on it, like on. There's like a very prominent hop on the label. They gotta take that off, man.
1: This is it's, not very hoppy. Yeah, I mean it's definitely no like Prima, uh, from yeah. Victory. But so when saying hoppy pilsner, what are we? Like Are we what, looking what for more it, bittering
2: happy? Huh? Yeah, are we what, looking what, for what, flavoring aromatic? Well, there is more bittering in this. It's yeah. a little more bitter than my it's typical it's, pills. Yeah, are. it's
1: definitely dry. So what threshold are we talking about when it comes to being able to call like a a pills or a hoppy pills
2: Yeah. That's I mean that's a good point. I do perceive very slight hint, hints of like a citrusy aspect as I keep sipping it, but you just have to keep going. It's so slight. Yeah. What I want then this is just my bias. What I want is something like God. I hate to bring it up again. Stillwater's Mono. That's what I oh, want. Like the dry yeah. That's yeah. a
1: juicy. That's awesome. Juicy, juicy. It's almost not a pilsner. It's a, you know, it's, it's like a super thin IPA. It's mm-hmm. it's it's, it's a session IPA
0: almost, but dandy. under a different name. This is a good yeah. beer. If you, this is a good
1: beer, if you
2: gave this to me and you said, "Here's a pilsner." I'd be like, that's good Pilsner. Yes. It, but if you
0: get into the. Isn't that, that the Wirebacher theme? Pills. Like that that's why yeah. everyone just keeps talking about underrated, 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 and they are. They the like everything online talking about underrated breweries. Beer Advocate, everybody agreed mm-hmm. was the most. Beer in Baltimore just did some online polling, most underrated brewery that we can get. They just th- do good beer and uh people don't buy enough of it.
1: Well so many times, like, consumers are looking for package and, and like, yeah, and price, uh, so an it's issue. price point, it's graphics <laughs> on the labels, it's, you gotta
0: pay your artists, y'all, ABV, pay those artists and designers.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have, like, I love the aesthetic, it's like that medieval, it is medieval, it's, it's awesome, and like, it's medieval, but
0: it's not metal, which, <laughs> if it was metal, yeah. it would sell like 10 <laughs> times as much. That's yeah.
2: true, because you'd have people come in and be like,
0: uh, do you have three Floyds? No, are like no, but like, look, no, how but look metal is. this yes. is
2: so metal. <laughs> yeah, if um, you
0: tell people like the new Oliver cans, they don't look inherently metal, but they—I <laughs> mean, you tell like, oh yeah, check out uh, Steve Jones on uh, Instagram. He puts on like a new vinyl every day, and seventy-five percent of the time, it's like some some heavy stuff. So people like that,
1: yeah. So actually, it's authentic. And I, you know, in the last episode, I forgot to mention this um, for the Brewers Association of Maryland earlier this year, I did a an essay on um, brewers and music and what they're playing in the, the brew house. And it's it's funny. I got everybody
0: likes the sword, the sword.
1: (laughs) So I got a lot of like metal and I also got a lot of like, in my opinion, like garbage bluegrass singer songwriter, like crap. (laughs) <laughs> like from people, like I didn't think that was that that, that was going to come out. I mean, I mean yo, you know, but Kevin,
0: like Kevin Kevin Blodger came with. uh in my opinion, Ke- probably the coolest answer. Yeah, Ke- like jazz and like uh really good hip hop producer. Yeah, like
1: Ke- Kev- Dilla and Madlib, and that, thus why last uh, Bellar Beer Week I invited Kevin to do Spin Your Vinyl Night because yeah. people who don't know or aren't local, Kevin Blodger's the lead. Or
2: the head brewer for uh, Union Brewing, which they do some, really which good is stuff. possibly uh, the
0: most hyped Maryland brewery as far as well, internet I mean, hype is. Concerning. Their stuff is really good too. I mean, they
2: are an absolute juggernaut. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they're unbelievable. You're friends with Kevin. Are they gonna ever can a Third Stone?
1: Their apricot sour. That, it's funny because that it's so good. It's so good. So we, it's funny you say that because we went down to uh, the th- third anniversary. So. Apricot sour people don't know what third stone is. Third meaning their third anniversary stone. Obviously, apricot stone fruit. Um, delicious. Oh, that beer was, unbelie- that was awesome. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Awesome. Um, thankfully, at Ronnie's we were able to score a couple of kegs, but um, he said no because of the way the beer would hold up. He was he was not confident that it, it would hold up. That was uh, the first question. You got to You got to respect a brewer though that yeah. has that
0: mindset thinking. Our stuff is not all going to sell within a week or two. Yeah. This is a good transition. Yeah. This a is a great lessons. transition to a new topic.
2: Which, by the way, I do need to say, though, I need to write my ship a, quite a, a little bit. Okay. I'm getting more hop presents as I keep drinking drink? this Line Street Pilsner by Weyerbacher. So, Weyerbacher, I apologize. This is good, and I'm getting more of the hoppy aspect.
1: It's a good beer. That it's a delicious good.
2: beer. That's very nice. Um, okay, so anyway, freshness. Freshness. freshness yeah, is yeah okay.
1: There we go. This beer that we're drinking right now is actually extremely fresh. Not even out on the market, so... <laughs> That's uh, how fresh. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess a, a good beer to be drinking um, and talking about freshness. Uh, so I guess Ross and I, we... Ross is what I like to call a code Nazi, um, so he, I am not good.
0: affiliated with any of a Supremacy Group. Yeah. How don't, dare. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I am. The Freshness Supremacy Group. The, yeah. the code Supremacy. Fresh beer yeah, is um. inherently better than old beer, unless it's a yeah. barley wine or, or imperial Yeah, style.
1: and I, I think being the beer director at Ronnie's and um, I think it's important to offer our customers a fresh product. So... Let me back it up real quick, so recently, our new expansion at Ronnie's is a month old. We've added I think it was like two thousand square feet new craft beer room uh, we've installed all LED lighting for the room to help protect the beer Ooh, all of the nice. beer. Mm-hmm. Yep, all, okay. of, all of the beer that is not on the shelf because um, obviously there's no way to keep that cool, so all of our overstock you know we buy five cases of uh, sixty minute IPA from dogfish. There's a case on the shelf, maybe a couple in the cold box. The rest of that beer, people wonder, where is it? Is it sitting in a warm warehouse? No, it's not. It's sitting in a... Deep um, cold storage? Yes. Damn. Dark, dark and cold. So yes. uh, that's what we're doing with our overstock beer. Um, so we've taken the, the new expansion, and Ross and I, as, as our uh, mission to provide a good experience for our customers, We um, Ross checks every single case of beer that comes out. So and I, like I go case. at every
0: single stock guy because they don't rotate properly or when they do yeah, sometimes yeah, they yeah. do. You know. But th- this is like we were talking about Chris Quinn from Beer Temple earlier yeah, off podcast we All, were yeah, off just earlier upstairs and I I just thought I like no one around here cares that much. None. I hear this guy talking and I heard we you know I'm like wow. This is like a thing. Yeah. This is like a really professional thing that I think, and basically the way our store functions is like, Shane is the beer buyer, he, he, this, he makes decisions as far as like, what brands are focused brands, what are we bringing in, how much? I am essentially an inventory manager, mm-hmm. so when is stuff getting a little slow? When does it need to be marked down, when does it need to be moved exclusively to just the cooler, and just let's, let's get this out of here while it's still got... A month or a month and a half of life mm-hmm. um, and I find that a lot of stores even great great stores uh, with world-class stores we have one in, in Maryland state line uh, that's a whole bigger project and I would not call them out and say like oh they're not doing a good job they're doing a great job mm-hmm. but at any store when your focus is what stock as much as we can let's have the best selection when IPAs are the most popular style and their shelf life is three months and you want to have as many of them as possible, and by the way, uh, there's a five case QD on that, uh, there's a ten on that, let's just bring them all in. When some of it's old, are you going to eat the cost? Is the distributor going to eat the cost? Or is the customer going to buy product that is, is no longer what the brewer envisioned?
2: I cannot tell you how many times I've gone into the liquor stores and walked out not buying what I intended to buy because it was a hoppy beer that mm-hmm. I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I always check date codes because I learned that lesson some time ago. Mm-hmm. And when I mainly learned it, I know I've talked about it before, is when um, main beer company beers were showing up in Maryland and they were and awful <laughs> because they were not fresh. And mm-hmm. that really pissed me off. So anyway, but so many times I've gone into the liquor stores. I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. I look at the date code. Nope, I walk out because I'm not gonna. I'm not doing it because it's not worth it. It's not what was intended for that beer.
0: Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of responsibility. But I like brewers that are using uh, Julian codes.
1: I grow that, up, that man. That like, like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah, like to me, that's being a little bit shady on what you're doing. You know what I mean? For yes,
2: no, it definitely is. And I'll tell you real quick, on this podcast, I give passes to beers that we do mystery tasting for, where we're like, oh, you know, I don't like it, but then I reveal what it is, and it's something that should have been fresh, and it's passed its date code. Okay. I give a pass on that, because and I you say, see I'm like, sorry not- about that. But if it's in Julian, I, I say, no pass, because you're. Tr- I don't even know what this is. So I don't even know your fault, then. It's your fault, yes, in that case.
0: But then we go to the next step the most ragged on of all the, the tiers, the distributors um, some distributors handle their beer unbelievably well and even will, will tell us like hey we want to order this like if if they know that it's not if, hey we're almost out of that that's probably only got a month of life on it and we're getting more next week Let's write it out. We'll be out of stock on that one for a week or two, and then exactly. we'll bring it back in. Yeah, like when distributors respect accounts who they know are knowledgeable. Like, doesn't always happen. Doesn't happen. With and then every they can just dump the rest on people who don't care. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And, and let those people who don't care about beer buy all that and let their customers learn to shop elsewhere. <laughs> but,
2: but here's the thing. At what point do you put the onus on the distributor? Because shouldn't the distributor be wanting to get the good-tasting fresh stuff to everybody? Because they're supposed to be representing the brewery and the brewery's yeah. brand. And if they're giving intentionally old stuff or about to be too old stuff to any liquor store, they are poorly representing who they're supposed to be representing
1: and honestly like a lot of these these major wholesalers that have all like you know decent brands are ab houses or miller coors houses so they don't they they don't they're thinking quantity they're thinking volume exactly hey
0: i've got a new ipa i'm gonna tell the owner of this store that it's really great and everybody's been asking about it and it sells really well even though it's new i know it sells really well um and here's a 10k stack And in four months, when you've only sold two cases, where do those other eight cases go?
1: But honestly, to me, and this is where my argument comes in, if a wholesaler, you know, sends you ten cases of beer that is going to be out of code in a week, shame on them. Mm -hmm. Like, they need to get the, the beer and they need to, you know, refund the money or give you credit or whatever. But if you order... Ten cases of beer exactly. that is in code, and your buyer isn't educated, you know. And let's bring in ten cases so we we can get the next allocation from from Bell's or whomever it may be. And you you know you let the beer sit there and go old. You don't tell your stock guys, your beer guys, hey, so, push this product. Let's put it in the cold box. Yeah, let's have it a display up. Let's let's move the product. Let's put it in the single rack. Let's do all that. Then shame on the store. And I don't yeah. think it should be up to The wholesaler all the time to pick up old product that's been sitting in a store for you know five months. Exactly
0: who who put the who put the beer there? Yeah. If it's hey, I didn't order this, but you know what? I like my rep. I'm not going to send it back. But when it doesn't sell, I don't like my rep that much. Come pick up your old BS. Sorry that this jam didn't work out for you. You Yeah. May may the gods favor you on the next
1: jam. Why? 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 (laughs) If, if you're a beer store and you're getting jammed, you're not a good beer store. If you're a beer store that's you know moder- you know okay Stone and joy buys coming out we got 20 days until the date. Mark them suckers down. yeah why bring in a hundred cases just bringing in these huge stacks of beer so you can get allocations and stuff like that. It doesn't do anything... It doesn't
0: actually make economic sense. It's the big thing, no. too. Unless you intend to sell the beer after it's old. And so this is something that I want to talk about. Uh, we, I don't think we take personal offense, but on a recent episode, talking about the hop slam prices that yeah, Ronnie... No, no offense did. taken, yeah. Now, no offense so taken. So how much Bells had to be brought in, even if it didn't sell, that, by the way, Bond decent distributor that they are I, a bond rep has told me we're not a beer uh, uh, what's it called uh, gosh, I forgot the quote clearinghouse it's it's not it's not beer like it's not like hey we're gonna send it and then if it doesn't sell we'll bring it, we'll take it back yeah. um you I forget bought, what those stores are called you touch it you bought it is how they yeah yeah and,
1: which, which is how it should be if, as long as it's in code. It. Yeah, if you order it, you know it's in code. Right. Like,
0: yes. Okay. So but we, we had Bell's Midwestern Pale. Probably but that's a great pale ale, by the way. Everyone it's, says it's great. Didn't sell. It. We kept it cold the entire time.
2: We had a full row of Bell's beers. I'll tell you why it didn't sell. The label's not exciting.
0: The label That's yeah, exactly in a barn why.
1: In a, in a it app. was
0: new and the label wasn't exciting. That's it. Yeah. That's so new. but we did everything we could to sell that. And we maybe Shane overordered. I don't think he overordered.
1: No, I, I think mean, it, the Pale Ales, you know, too hard of a 5K drop to ensure getting in fresh product, moving fresh product, getting in. So we'd rather do it that way, even if the the pricing may be high because we're not hitting. Oh, discounts. I'm not even. Well, I mean, well here's I'm just the saying, thing. we dumped that beer. Oh, yeah, we threw and it in the I've trash.
0: dumped. We, we went through uh, things that have been pulled off our, our old singles rack various six-packs that maybe wholesalers gave us credit on or half credit on or or nothing, and um, we, yeah. we take that hit. Every, very, almost every day. Every, wow. all the time. And I think... That's noble. Yeah, so, and that that's the thing when you're shopping at... I don't think it's excusable to shop at a store that has high prices in old beer, but... We have high prices in all the beers for
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we invite anybody to come in and look at all the dates. Um, and it's weird. So, you know, like, for example, the Hop Slam, you know, the allocation was done off of sure two, volume. two quarters. Yeah. The, the brand wasn't even introduced until halfway through the year. So, to ensure that we got anything for our customers, we had to bring in every single SKU. Wow. I mean everything we did. We were bringing in products, not all of it sold. sold,
0: and a semi-dedicated, two-hearted uh, growler-filled line. Yep, which didn't hurt us at all. Like it's
1: it's an awesome, yeah, awesome beer to put on draft. Which
2: let, let let me ask you real quick: Did that beer sell out? Pop slam. It did. Yeah. How fast?
1: Probably three days. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I it figured was
2: it would be probably get well well under a week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, it, it's a bummer that. You know, we, we don't. First of all, we don't make the pricing, but the the owner of the store he makes sense when he says, you know, I we're throwing away cases of beer left and right, taking the hit. We need to make up for that somehow. So you know, making mm-hmm. up because obviously he started the business to make money. And Ross and I, we are um, you know dedicated to providing a good experience. Sometimes the pricing doesn't reflect that, but we can ensure mm-hmm. everybody that the the freshness of the beer, the way it's handled. You know, and we and we could,
0: also hook up all of our good customers, so if you, yeah that's yeah. the thing if you're you know, and I think this is you see this in a lot of stores the, thing, the best stores are not usually the cheapest you' know, perfect poor, perfect poor, not the cheapest mm-hmm. place to buy your beer, but it's a pretty damn good store, <laughs> it's just like restaurants
2: you know, right. with the higher exactly. quality food um so from how I was talking about it from my perspective was. Basically, purely from the consumers consumer standpoint, yeah. so it is interesting to hear the extra things that go into it, which makes sense to me. But I mean, I'd still I'd still complain about it. You know, oh, like yeah. five I mean, five bucks for one. I, th- I, think, I think we complain,
1: but it. We, we did complain yeah. about it. But, but part of the problem
2: we- part of the problem is too. And I did say this on the podcast: is if people are willing to pay it, they're going to pay it's it.
0: It's what the market will bear. And yeah. here's the other thing: first year, Bells is in the market. First release of Hop Slam. one store in Hartford County, Maryland, It's three cases of this beer, and we have a tie-in, like, promotional event, uh, we did a, a tap takeover with our local Bells rep. Is it going to be that way next year? They no. It, no. If, I'm not, I'm if not, they but... send us five, ten cases, I mean, I won't be here, probably, but if Actually. they send us ten cases next year, it's going to be six packs, it's going to be regular price, but yep. that first... Yes. It, it really the, depends. Uh, How limited is it for us? The How price may start limited?
2: dropping too because...
0: Bells loves a $20 six pack. But here's they the thing.
2: I think people are going to start understanding that... I'm sorry. that's not that special of a beer. Like, yeah. it's not. It's a good beer. It's not a crazy awesome beer like everyone says it is. It's not.
0: I actually drained for of <laughs> It's way overrated.
2: Yeah. A, lot, way, a lot of it's hype. Just like... I'm going to say it. Just like Two-Hearted. Two-Hearted is a good beer... It is way freaking overrated. It's not Bell's fault at all. It's the fault
0: of the beer nerds. fans. I I mean, and again, like, Lagunitas, hire me. Uh, Lagunitas. (laughs) Lagunitas is a $10 six pack. I don't care where you go. It's good. It's a $10 IPA. It's, what, six and a quarter. Mm -hmm. It's a little light-bodied by today's standards. But it's it's an older recipe. They haven't changed it. It's aged beautifully. It's fresh. The consistency is there. Is it worth an extra $4 for, you know, no. for that two-part? Some, Sometimes, if you're in the right mood. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. spend the extra $4 on a RER, Nana Coke Nectar, oh, yeah. because local brewery. Yeah, there, There's something to be said you. there, but...
1: I think for, like, real quick, like, as far as you know, pricing and these specialty items. It's I mean, it's getting out of hand for us at the store. You know, I'm sitting here looking at that that bottle of uh, Parabola. You know, we we see six bottles of that a year. That's one of my favorite beers in the world. It's a good beer. It's one of the best beers in the world to me. I don't get one. We see six bottles. I don't let any of the employees touch it. So it's not like we're, you know, our staff's taking half the inventory so none of us are able to touch these items. Although
0: and- it's not always like that. It's, it's gotten a lot more professional. I remember Absolutely. when Beer Camp came out. Oh, Sierra Nevada Beer Camp. I think our customers sold two cases. I think our employees saw eight. Yeah, which is just,
1: <laughs> which is not good because
0: you know people are spending money in there. That was is, back in the Wild West days of our store. Yeah, so now it's
1: become a little bit more structured. And you know, I had a conversation with the rep from Sergeant Walker about instead of jacking the price up on these items and making a huge market because people will pay it, tell people the consumers if you want Parabola, you have to buy a core item too. Like you can't just pick and choose how to support a brewery. You These know?
0: whale whale hunters are do hurt the industry.
1: Yeah, let me yeah. talk. That's true. Let me talk shit about Goose Island. Three hundred sixty five. Three hundred sixty four days. days. Sixty four days of the year. A
2: Black Friday, baby! Yeah. I'm ready. I'm
1: ready for PCS. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to support the brand. Like that, it shouldn't be like that. And If you know, you should support core items, and then you know those people that are supporting the core of that brand should be able to get these rarities, not people that are only shop around to all the major stores in the area for these, these crazy, you know, overhyped, uh, probably it's not overhyped. It's worth all the hype, but it's worth every, every cent. Some of these (laughs) beers. So, um, you know, we just want people to know that we're taking extra steps to, you know, and our staff is like way, way more trained than anybody else in the area. So we, you know, we've tried to create an atmosphere for people, Um, a little bit overpriced, yes, but, you know, you're getting fresh beer, it's handled properly, and, uh, you know, we'll continue. Again, when
0: you're, when you're the only game in town throwing away old beer, when you're the only one that can say, like, go pick anything, anything on the shelf will be fresh.
1: If you have a $2 six-pack on the shelf of craft beer, there's something wrong with your store. Like, you shouldn't be discounting some bombers that you you thought, oh, you know, it'd be a great idea to... It's just
0: a it just, you know, it's a paradigm shift. People think, oh, this is out of code, I'll discount it now. You gotta think. I haven't sold, in a month, I haven't sold a six-pack. In two months, I haven't sold a six-pack. This last month, Go. I'm putting discount. in a cost, or dollar of a cost, get it out of here, and oh, yeah. put in the cooler.
2: Well, um, I had no idea you guys were going to this length, and um, it's yeah. probably it's probably a lot, because I don't really shop at Ronnie's, and mainly because of it's proximity well, okay, she, to yeah, me. Is, uh, I have track, yeah. I have two selection wise, two really good liquor stores close to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, the freshness isn't as much as what you guys are saying you have going on, but I check my own date code. But if you're all a smart time. consumer, yeah, right. So it's okay absolutely. if if you're willing to do the hunting. But for your regular beer drinker who doesn't want to take the time to look at every single bottle, if you're looking for like an IPA, something like what you guys are doing is I mean, it's a good place
1: to go. Though. Even being an educated drinker, though, like, how do you know when something, not not just you, but anybody, know when something's been light struck? Or you know, you have yeah, there cases is of, of beer. You know, most of these liquor stores have these huge windows. So when you're and you, they put it right in front. Yeah, you have a giant stack it's like, of beer.
2: Here's all these bottles. We're gonna set them right in front of the window where it's been sunny for months.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> um, even as far as freshness, just the way it's handled and. Um, you know, as far as selection and, and bringing things in, we really try to be ahead of the game. But, you know, there's... I feel like in this area, there's three awesome beer stores. It's Ronnie's, Friendship, and Wine World. And yeah. Drew, Drew a Friendship, friend of mine, doing an awesome job. You know, Mike at Wine World, doing a great job. Everybody's doing their own thing, and they have their own take on it. So I think that's what makes it special. And if all of us did the same exact thing, we should just all... Buy one store and all work there together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just time. young dudes, just hustling, hustling. Yeah. just consolidate. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cool. Well, uh, good topic. Freshness is important. So let's, hopefully, man, these we, beers are fresh. Yeah. So let's get to the mystery uh-huh. beers then. Then this is it, you guys. This Is your last shot? This Is your last shot at mystery? At least for this recording session, right. you are welcome to come back at any and, time, and
1: we will come back. Mystery, shoot, yeah, shoot, yeah, I'm going to talk you, about man.
0: freshness for another. We can just section <laughs> off be a four hour just me ranting about it. <laughs> I'll check those codes. <laughs> Two weeks is a lot of difference. It's coming
2: for your beers. All We're right, coming so, for you. So A is very yellow. Yeah, uh, cloudy too. It's cloudy. It's got a little bit of a white head around the edges.
0: That smells. Woo, grainy to me. I'm getting
1: wheat, almost German heavy. Yeah, really?
0: You're yeah. not getting some?
2: I'm like maybe. Kind of smells like a goza to me. Weedy. A little bit of honey aspect yep. and a lot of lemon, a lot of tart lemon.
0: I'm, I'm, dude, I'm and getting, a little
1: saltiness potentially. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm getting, a, little I'm glizz
0: getting glizz a ton of like a like a colts or pilsner.
1: Brand. I was I was gonna say Kolsch biscuits, biscuits of colts, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better than a pure fine Virginia
0: Colch, y'all. <laughs>
1: That's a, Do they make what,
2: <laughs> many colts in Virginia?
0: What is the brand?
1: Blue Mountain is, Blue Mo- Mountain. is money. Oh, really? I, I've had. Is, is that one fifty one? One fifty one. We could have done it. We could have done that. One fifty one.
0: Uh-huh. What do you mean? This oh, episode. for the one fifty one. We didn't know what episode it was
1: going to be. <laughs> yeah, you guys
0: had no clothes. It's All right, scrap this whole thing, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> if you're hearing this, your uh, the cleaning service we'll didn't restart. change. Your sheets, Okay, <laughs> get out of the hotel room.
2: I don't know if this is still in my mind, a holdover from the last episode or a few episodes ago, um, but I get a tad bit of a peachy
1: note in okay. there. Along with the lemon, it's like right under that really tart I'm not lemon. I'm a
0: ton of fruit. <laughs> it's, so it's like sour. I'm,
1: I'm getting a, a. I'm. I feel like it's like kind of that gateway sour.
0: Is it sour though?
1: Not as sour as I would think. I. It's more of like a juice. I'm getting. And a lot of people have been hating on this brand, but I still like beers from the brand. New Belgium Snapshot. Like that's what I'm not had it. That's what I'm getting going. Because that's that's that could be a sniper
0: shot, dude. This could really be that beer. Because I thought from looking at it, I was like, "Was this can or bottle?" Because I know in Maryland, Oarsman's only in cans so far. I was, I
2: was thinking it might be that. I was thinking it tastes a lot like Oarsman by Bell's, which is like a session.
1: Honestly, even or Oberon's a little bit more like dark, darker.
0: I'd be, able uh, to call, it. I'd be able to call Obi within two seconds. Well this I is drink a lot of that watch beer. it be over on <laughs> this is
2: wheat this is weedy. It oh, yeah. has a tartness to it which is lemony. Um and it's got a bit of a hay aspect to it as well. Yep. Mm. Am I getting peach? It has a little bit of a lemon lime quality to it as yep. well. Lemon, lemon and lime. Now
0: now that I've tasted it, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, maybe that Pilsner was leaving me with something. Now I smell, I'm smelling getting more lemon. I, I enjoy I this. Taste it. This is good.
1: It's, it's solid. Slightly, I, slightly tart. It's refreshing. It's it, it's got
0: hashtag drinkability at <laughs> Anheuser Busch InBev. <and> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it it does. Like we were
2: just saying, it really reminds me of the Orsman, but I think the flavor profile is a little
1: stronger than I remember the Orsman being. I think the Orsman's a little bit more zingy too. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit more like. That. Like, you, you definitely have some more of that tart acidity. Did they decode those six-pack? We're, we're <laughs> over the freshness, dude. We're, we're <laughs> over the freshness right now. <laughs>
0: because the cans. I can't find it. I couldn't find it on Firestone's back to for a while. <laughs> being a parabola. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, All right.
0: Well, uh,
1: anything else
2: to say on that one? Cause we'll, I'm a fan. This whatever it is, is I'm a fan. pretty good. good. It's and pretty good.
0: It's a bottle, though, right? It is I a bottle. I hope that is available in cans. Because not everyone knows this. Get to know us a little bit better. I am a craft can shotgun enthusiast. <laughs> I will shotgun anything in a can, and the more expensive, the Actually, better. Are
2: you going to shotgun Stillwater's on fleek? Because that's an imperial stout. Hell yeah, dude! I
0: was, <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's why I like Union. Like Union, they shotgun every time they can a new beer, even when they put Double Duck in there, they had the shotgun. In oh god. Okay, you gotta love them. Let's get to round t- or, uh, B here. Beer B, very red. It would signal probably
1: Scotch ale. It's to me. it's smelling probably like wine, a, potentially like a a cherry cherry, <laughs> mm. Cher- <laughs> cherry and banana. There's a little banana. Yeah. Ooh, cherry banana. It's, it's
0: smelling too medicinal for me. There's I a little get, there's
1: oak. Is
2: yeah, No, definitely. I was gonna say vanilla. Yeah. And then you said oak, and I'm like, well, yeah,
0: vanilla. Oak, you know, vanilla from the oak. But does that does that I'm strike getting... you as particularly medicinal, or am I just a little bit of a...
1: I think wah, wah. medicinal, yes, Yeah, but, like, it's almost like... that, like, quad medicinal. Like, you know when quads are like dark fruit, like plums? Like, that's what I'm getting. There's,
2: there's the faintest, faintest note of peanut on the end of this.
0: Yeah, man. Damn, man, weird, you bro. are way better than me. <laughs> Dude, I've been doing this Luckily, for over, I know over, over three routine. years.
2: I've <laughs> been doing yeah. it for over three years. Oh my god. There's obviously some caramelly. Nuts
1: yeah, it's definitely too. almost tof, like toffee. Mm-hmm. Sticky toffee. It smells like, like I'm sp-
0: not going to like
1: it. I'm, it smells like a scotch ale. A lot like a scotch ale. What format are we looking at? Are we looking but, at 12 okay. Yeah,
0: it is. Okay. I are you test. trying to cheat, or are you just saying like? With no,
1: I, I like I, I haven't uh, like it, the flavor profile reminds me of a beer that comes in a, a seven fifty bottle. There's so much cherry,
2: so much cherry on that flavor.
1: Mm. That's a that's a Belgian beer. You think so? I think it's a Belgian. I think it's quad or it's got a lot of bowl.
0: sugar. That doesn't necessarily mean it's Belgian. Like the residuals, it is very sugary. Whoa. It strikes me. As a Scotch, okay. it's got a little bit of that
2: kind of peat smokiness to it, caramelly, lots of cherry. That's a big thing. Lots of cherry. I always get out of Scotch ales. Okay. Um, could I, be oak aged. It could be. There's a little bit of that vanilla yep. to round it out on the end as well. It's whew, not doing it for me. <laughs> like. It's, and there's the banana. There's banana. I've been eating a lot of bananas recently, just nice. so you know. And there is banana aspect at the end of that. Let's go there. Which maybe, because of that, it could be a Belgian.
1: About well, the, the yeast esters, like... Is this a Belgian scotch? Yeah. I'm going with... Making stuff up. Unfiltered wheat for exhibit A. American yeah. wheat?
0: Does it have any hop to it, or is it I, a tart wheat? I, I just get... I think a tart wheat.
1: I'm not going to try to narrow it down that far, but I'm definitely unfiltered wheat, and a Belgian... Multi, like, whether it's a double, a quad, something Belgian.
2: Okay. That makes sense. Um, I
0: think this is not Belgian.
2: A, does it remind you at all of... We're talking about off-color. What is their goza? Uh,
0: troublesome.
2: Troublesome. Does that remind you of troublesome at all? Let's crack it.
0: Let's crack it, troublesome Let's see if it's a... <laughs> I don't think... Troublesome has that like uh, I don't honestly I I just drank one two days ago so I don't have any idea what it tastes like (laughs) because it it seems like there's a lot more
2: lemony aspect than I think I I remember Troublesome. I'm still catching a lot of like
0: graininess biscuity yeah nutty even now that you said peanut on this one it's like the nuts are all over the place God all right a few nuts at this table right now I'm going nuts let's go ahead and start
2: rating it's not easy for me for rating
0: but
2: a solid Um, tastes a little bit like a margarita to me in a sense I don't like margaritas but you like margaritaville
0: yeah (laughs) is it land I hate margaritaville
2: even more but um, but in beer it's not as bad
0: I can go four on a I can do four it's pretty good I think the nose on this—I don't know what y'all are catching on this nose, but I'm smelling it, and it's not smelling great all the time. But <laughs> it's up and down, it does taste really good, and I have a narrow septum anyway, so I'm not smelling that much. so. It's <laughs> very big of you to admit you have a narrow septum.
1: That <laughs> that's, a nice. sca-
0: that's a that's it's a scapegoat thing. It's like I can't smell <laughs> this. Yeah, my palate's terrible. Um, I'm go four as well. I like it. Does anyone get the grain from it now? Like, I'm getting yeah, some grain. D- from no,
1: it. I, I definitely get. It's definitely got a grainy backbone. No. I'm gonna go five all the way. I think it's it's a. You can go higher if you like it. I. You know, what? I go six. Oh, go god! A six. I this just is threw that down. This is Whew. my my kind of like summer. You know, this
0: is kind, This is this is something that we kind of vibe with.
1: Yeah. a lot
0: at the store.
1: I mean, I like a bunch of different styles. I like everything. Uh, but this, you know, the Maryland weather's confused me a little bit recently, so this is kind of making me, uh, have, uh, high hopes that spring will finally get here, Yes. So. If it was
0: warmer out, the warmer it is, the better this beer tastes. that. Uh, it might be a snapshot. That would be, alright. So what do you thinking it B? be? As I keep drinking to take more
2: sips of B, I'm getting more banana notes. It just keeps getting more. So it's actually a little bit reminding me of Victory's Moon Glow. Okay a little bit like I think Weisenbach. Moonglows
0: I mean ah! obviously this one would be aged a little bit which is isn't fine isn't that the only compromise that we could come to though because he said Belgian. Belgian you said yeah. Scotch Ale is it a Weisenbach? I hate that yeah, stock. it's right in
1: the middle That's this it be, basically is
0: between a Scotch Ale ooh and okay. baby and you know what? I hate
1: it you know what I'm gonna say
0: what do you drop that knowledge on us <laughs> bro I'm
1: gonna say is it fresh is that what you're gonna
0: ask
1: <laughs> that, that would be uh Ross's forte, but yeah. I think skull crushing ape from who's from that? Devil's crushing Backbone. I'm not had rest that. in peace. Um, <laughs> so uh, on this day, we just <laughs> found
0: out what yesterday they're done. No, no, AB purchased them. What?
2: Yep. You just broke that to me on the podcast on, on air. Jesus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so it.
2: we need to st- date date code this episode because we are recording on April thirteenth. Just yeah, so, so you know. It was either yesterday... Because or today. this will come out well after that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. This is April
1: 13th. Um, Damn! Yeah. Purchased by AB? Yep, yeah. Or, not yet. <laughs> I mean, they they came out into the public and said that that's what's going down, but um, the banana, it makes sense. The Schwartz Weizenbach, darker in color. Yeah, they uh,
0: released some, like, high, triple hybrid style for Skull Crushing 8. Yeah. Tons of banana. It's not dark enough, though. I would imagine that beer would be pitch black and we haven't tried that beer. It's a good shot in the dark, though. Shot in the dark dark beer. Oh, this um, is
2: actually not too bad. Uh, did you guys want to take the lead on numbers or don't matter. I'm going to give it a 3. Like it's
1: it's a little bit too much sugar for me.
2: It's very sugary. It's very yeah. sweet. Um
0: Is this this is personal preference? Like I don't have to be yeah. super professional. I give it a 2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's that's
2: like fun. I I have to agree with Shane on this. I got to go 3 on that cuz um, that would be that would be a drain pour for me. Really?
0: I what? can finish it. I don't think I'd like it the whole time. I would split I, a 12 ounce between me and my girlfriend, and neither one of us would finish our prospective six ounce portions.
1: So only beer in your house, 12? you're not huh? drinking it. Huh? Only beer in your house, you're not going to drink it.
0: Maybe not. going to get a six pack and boo, huh? <laughs> I'd,
2: I'd drink it at some point, but I would put it off a lot. I'd have to be in the right mood, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I, and I don't think I'd enjoy it all the way through. I'd, it'd be like this sip, I'm okay. Next sip, I'm not okay. You know, up and down.
0: It is a ton so, of cherry, banana, just sugar and... Yeah. Yep. Well, Not let's go me. ahead
2: and reveal the Loser of the Episode B with an overall of 2.67. Is... oh Oh! Bell's Breweries. Uh-huh. We were talking about Bell's. Yeah. Uh, they're Consecrator Doppelbach. Yeah. And the ABV is
0: 8%. So... Both of y'all were not right, but then when we came to a Weizenbach <laughs> idea, that Close. was almost—that sure. kind of
2: right. Almost there. Almost but, there.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm not... Uh, this does not surprise me. Never had that. Never had that one. I before. have had we it. We
1: just had it on draft and
0: wasn't a fan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. At least you're consistent. Yep. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm not a, not a Bach boy. <laughs> Let's
2: see what the winner of the episode is. Overall, 4.67. Beer A is... Snapshot.
1: There it Ooh. is. There it is. Wow.
0: Yeah. McCarthy, the Sniper. <laughs>
2: buy New Belgium. Good job, man. Uh it's a tart wheat beer, five percent alcohol by volume. Uh ugh. enjoy by May eighth. We're good. Yeah, we yeah.
1: are good. There's your freshness, man. There right There's the code I wouldn't call it fresh, but it's That's It's a something. solid beer.
2: Yeah, a lot it's... of people do discount uh New Belgium. They're just like, whatever, it's a New Belgium, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at... They yeah, I mean, have good stuff. Some of their stuff is prime.
0: New Belgium mm-hmm. is doing, since it's date-coded already, New Belgium finally released, like, details on, uh, hey, here's the old Belgium, the real Belgian breweries we're doing collabs with this year. It's, like, quarterly limited releases. They're doing... The first one's Hof 10, Hof 10, right? yeah. And Ooh, nice. I don't know when they're coming out with it, but they're doing a collab with
1: Orval. Oh,
0: God. That
1: is sick. How do you even line That's up something of that?
0: Exactly. Because they're what are they? They're top five as far as volume craft breweries. Top four, I think they're in four. I was just—they have the re-
2: reputation to do it. They're, yes,
0: think about this, like when they're talking when, when Salazar goes and well, he's not talking, but those whoever's working at Orval, they do. You know, it's like a it's like a funky sour. Like they they know sure. about the sour program at New Belgium, and they know who is it? Eric Salazar. They know who that dude is.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he he came from, what, Rodenbach? No, I
0: think another guy came from Rodenbach, and it's still like an consultant. I don't think he... Because well, he's like a younger guy. He, he I, He's not younger anymore, but he was younger than the other guys. Sure. But, yeah, that's the brand that, like, people rag on Fat Tire. Just like they rag on
2: Sam, Sam Adams. Hey, Sorry, like, I
0: rag on Fat Tire.
2: I'm not I'm not down.
0: I'm not, I'm not a huge fan, but this is exactly why I don't rag on that brand. Because I like
2: I like their uh, blackberry barley wine, that mm-hmm. was pretty solid. I mean, look at their
1: LaFolie and oh good. the, the really Crike like and that. all of those like yeah. beers. Their their was program even fun. like some of the core items. You know, Ranger in a can if it's fresh, s- summer it's day, pretty,
0: pretty cool. Yeah, you're <laughs> pretty cool
1: beer. I just you know people are gonna start to rag on sixty minutes. Gonna get you know in another yeah people, once
0: people already rag on sixty minutes. Yep.
1: You have to remember when it was
2: created, that's the issue. Absolutely. It's all context. Absolutely. And that's what Ross
1: Ross was talking about, the the lag IPA. Does the the recipe
0: age well? I think, you know, some of these you can't just give up on. I think some of these things are kind of timeless. Some of these recipes, that's why, you know... Blind Stefaner is pretty timeless, you
2: know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all about date codes and context. <laughs> you know, that um, cool. Well, um, you guys, did you have fun? Was yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, nice. Let's I come
1: back. Um, maybe Moonman will come next time. Oh yeah, for... we forgot to plug that. So, people that don't know what Moonman is, he's a friend of mine. Um, he's an intergalactic beer drinker that. Oh, uh, it's literally a moon. He, he his is head a moon. is a moon, yeah. and his voice
0: is crazy. It sounds exactly like Shane's, actually. <laughs> he, he <might> although, <laughs> although it sounds like as though it's been muffled through the almost as if it's passing through a rubber mask.
1: It's not rubber. It's it's definitely moonrock. So it's made out of moonrock. I'm sorry, I misspoke. I'm yeah, not I'm not uh, a uh,
0: astrophysicist.
1: This sounds pretty odd. <laughs> yeah, so it, I it's it's have definitely to have you back. It's obviously. definitely great. Everybody, search Moonman on uh, Instagram. He's a friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> also. I mean, I think it'd be fun to come back and do uh, a special, if you haven't already done it. You know, it's the 500th anniversary this year of the Reinholdske Oh, yeah. So, be... so we could
2: shit all over that.
0: <laughs> yeah. This beer is also okay. It tastes the same. So three. <laughs> yeah. Three, three, three. Germany, you get a three. Bavarian purity laws. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Let's get rid of those. Uh, so it was actually a fun episode tonight. Or, or episode three tonight episodes. doing... A lot of, you know, fun adjunct beers and, um... Yeah. Well, hopefully
2: you guys take the, uh, the blind beer drinking home with you and disseminate that to other people. A, a Say, person. hey, you guys, you should do this. Also, I wouldn't be mad at you if you also said, hey, just listen to Brutal Battle, people, because it's fun. Oh, it is fun. I already posted so.
0: about this on my Facebook, bro.
2: Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you
0: very much. Appreciate it. I'll be adding you as well. All and right. getting, uh, That's get awesome. Let's get
2: some. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, get some
0: cr- cross uh, co-branding.
2: Yeah. I'm co- I'm or Cobra about- branding because we could do that too. Cobra or Cobra like branding. like Cobra forty
1: ounces. We're doing Cobra forty ounces. Saying, let's like do let's Cobra, do some malt liquor blind You know like cases. Cobra
2: like Cobra la 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 la.
1: Oh. If you know what I'm talking
2: about? GI Joe from back in the day. you guys Okay. Might be Cobra too young. Commanders. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. Good.
1: That's I thought we were talking about when I double fist K- Cobra uh, from King Cobra. Yeah, I 40s. thought we were talking about King Cobra forties. Because I'd be down for that. Can
0: y'all tell <laughs> that this is the third episode yes. and that we have consumed? Alcoholic beverages it's prior awesome. to this recording. <laughs> and during.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks so, for having us out.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, you, thanks for coming on. I always... Love having new people on, especially people who know stuff about beer. So, thanks for educating me on what you guys are doing at Ronnie's sure, as well. Sure, sure. Uh, I'll stop by from awesome. time to time and, uh, you know, scope what, what's going on.
0: We'll give you a uh, fat discount. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what you should also do if, if discount to anyone who mentions Brutal Battle? What? Yeah. Sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> if anybody comes in the store and mentions Brutal Battle, you get 20% off all of your craft beer. Yeah. Boom. You heard it right here. And a free pint glass that's designed. By yours truly, Shane. There you go. Barely. That's a hell of a deal.
0: And you get to lick the Moon Rock Moonman
2: mask. <laughs> uh shoes. The moonberries taste
0: just like Moonberries.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, thank you everyone for listening, Shane Ross. Thank you so much for being on. Definitely cheers. And everybody, please remember to keep it
1: brutal and fresh. There we go, Ross, fresh yeah. and brutal.